0: Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: Hey, everybody. I'm Steve Alexander, Dr. A. That is Brian Rosenworcel, drummer of the band Guster. It's Tuesday, December 26th, the day after Christmas. We're here to break down what happened on Christmas Day in case you slept through some of it, which was easy to do. I, for one, forgot that it was Monday, uh, but that's another story. Today's Tuesday. Let's do a podcast. Oh, hold on. Where's my... I'm not ready. Well, I'm going to have to be... Where did it go, Brian? What are you Uh, talking about? This... I mean, can you believe they let me host my own show, Brian? I mean, somebody should be here in charge besides me. Was I supposed to make my screen horizontal
2: like yours cuz I'm vertical?
1: You know, I I mean, if I had a producer, if there was someone here in charge <laughs> who knew what was going on, if there was somebody here to to play that that music when they're supposed to, we would we would have answers to these questions, right? It's, an, uh, an, it's Insane amount of responsibility, Steve. Absolutely insane. And I I constantly worry that I'm going to sleep through one of these and not be here for it. Um, I mentioned before I couldn't find the music intro that uh, I forgot yesterday was Monday, which it's easy to do during the holiday season to lose track of what day it is. But I was sitting here around midnight watching Luka Doncic just go nuts. And, uh, I was gonna write, I had to write one little game recap for that, and then I was gonna go to bed, be fresh as a daisy for this podcast today. And then it hit me, uh, it's Monday, and I have a huge writing assignment due that takes me about four hours to do. Uh, so I did that from midnight till 4 a.m., and here we are.
2: Here we are staring at the crust in your eyes, Steve. Yes.
1: Actually, I feel pretty good, uh feel like I came out of that on the other side. We did it. Let's talk about what happened uh, on Monday, Brian. The New York Knicks, I, I understand your New York Knicks, took out the Milwaukee Bucks. I've argued since day one that the Bucks are not nearly as good as they were without Drew Holiday there to play defense. It makes Boston that much better that they have him, uh, especially when you add in Derek White to that combo. And then, the Knicks, you know, Jalen Brunson scored the third highest total on Christmas Day in Knicks history. He had 38 points. Julius Randall had 24. RJ Barrett quickly had 21 and 20. Uh, and my guy and your guy, I noticed he's on uh, he's on your team again. Your your team had a lot of players play on on Christmas Day. Uh, Isaiah Hartenstein, Hartstein. Came through 11 points, eight boards, four assists, and a block at 33 minutes, 30 minutes and six straight games. I'm all in. You know, six years later, Brian, I am all in on your heart and shine call.
2: Well, you know, this is a breakout year for Mitch Robb. So let's like acknowledge that this uh, Knicks surge, as well documented by Tommy Beer, is uh, it's more than Brunson. It's been... Uh, it's been Mitchell Robinson. But you know, we're looking at a solid two more
1: months of iHeart. And I'm ready. Yeah. And Hearts Hartenstein's available in a lot of fantasy leagues. Like Brian and I probably aren't gonna aren't gonna enlighten the world with too many things, but I think we can both say that you should be picking this guy up if he's available in your in your league, especially if you need a center. Um and all it took was for every center in New York to be injured. And Tom Thibodeau is suddenly playing him 30 minutes a night. It's it's a miraculous.
2: Yeah. I mean, you're not gonna get huge scoring numbers, but you're gonna get um you're gonna get some defense, you're gonna get some boards, it's gonna be a solid contributor. He's not gonna give you the hustle of Julius Randle. That's a
1: joke. <laughs> <laughs> and I well you just cut it off so abruptly i wasn't sure if there was more i wasn't sure i was waiting for the punchline, brian uh so the knicks play three more games this week they play four times next week so hartstein i think is solid pickup and if you need a guard and you want to go with emmanuel quickly i don't think there's anything wrong with that he's 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 at least making some noise in the six man six man race um the Bucks were led by Giannis's 32 points, full stat line. Damian Lillard had 32 and eight, eight assists, four three-pointers. Chris Middleton, season-high 24 points. That's kind of a big deal. He had 20 on Saturday. He had 24 uh, on Monday. Maybe he's finally getting healthy. Maybe he's going to start looking like Chris Middleton again because so far um, he hasn't felt very Middleton-ish to me. Uh, and then Malik Beasley was one of the buzzkills on Monday. If you if you rolled with him in DFS or you've got him on your team, you know, he'd been playing pretty well. I had 19 on Saturday, and uh, he didn't score a single point on Christmas Day. Yeah, that's
2: a bummer if you rolled with him. But like you said, the proof is in the the Bucks without Drew Holiday and the Celtics with Drew Holiday. There are these players who are beyond their fantasy statistics. They're just real life winners, and I think Holiday is one of those guys.
1: I, I agree, and uh, you know, to, not to not to diss Dame Lillard. I mean, Dame, Dame's a he's a good dude. He's a fun player. He's he's fun to have on your fantasy team. He's it's fun to watch him play generally, but he just doesn't have that defensive dog in him that Drew Holiday has, and Drew Holiday. When you add Drew Holiday and you've got Derek White having a big role, one of the best rebounding guards in the league, and then you've got um, Chris Stapps Porzingis healthy and playing like he did yesterday, I don't know who's going to beat the Celtics. But then again.
2: Yeah, they, they look like geniuses over there with uh, Derek White. I mean, that guy's putting up offense and defense right now. He's He's just a winner seems like someone in the front office there knows what they're doing. I question the Porzingis trade. Um, and if he stays healthy enough, they, may, they might look smart there.
1: Well, and I feel like they're going to let him rest whenever he wants during the regular season, whenever they need him to, because they don't need him out there every night to win games, as we've clearly seen. And, you know, Porzingis can take one game off every single week from here until the playoffs. And the Celtics are going to be just fine. And he'll be ready to go during the playoffs. I'm going to skip over um, the next game on the docket, which is Nuggets Warriors, to talk about the Celtics and Lakers, since we're already talking about the Celtics so much. Then we'll go back and get that one. Um, All five Celtics scored in double figures. Porzingis led the way, 28-11, and two blocks, two threes. Uh, he's only played in six of their last 12 games. He's had an ankle injury, which is better than a knee injury, I suppose. Um, Jason Tatum had 25 points. Jalen Brown got hurt, went to the locker room, uh, collided with LeBron James, hurt his back, came back, played through it. That was good to see. Derek White, uh, 11 rebounds, two steals, two blocks, two threes, man. I mean, what a. What a baller. Drew Holiday had seven assists, a steal, a block, three three-pointers. Both of those guards scored 18 points. Impressive road win at the Los Angeles Lakers for the Celtics. feel like they kind of wanted to make a statement in this game. I, I feel like they did. Um, oh. The uh, Celtics, moving forward, get the Detroit Pistons on Thursday, Brian. Now, the the Pistons, as we know, have lost 26 straight games. After Monday night, it might be 27 as they host your former Brooklyn Nets. Uh, How many guys are the Celtics going to sit and see if they can still beat Detroit with on Thursday?
2: I mean, they're not playing Tuesday or Wednesday. Uh, That should give Porzingis and Jalen Brown time to nurse their injuries, but you got to wonder if they're going to be in the lineup. Um, I can't understand how a team can lose 26 games in a row. The Pistons have Jalen Duran returning tonight. Um, I was able to activate him in a league where he was on my IR spot, whereas Porzingis last night I left on the bench somewhere because I'm, I'm not paying attention. Um, but, uh, yeah, Pistons are going nowhere. They're going to have uh, people sitting against them. They got the Nets tonight. Yeah. They do. I mean, I was once a Nets fan, and then they went for that big ego forward power trio thing, and no one liked them.
1: They lost. Yeah, they did. Uh, you know, I was looking something up on my phone, and I totally forgot. I had like 12 text messages. One of them had something to do with me singing uh backstreet boys song but that's another story uh i got i got distracted um the lakers anthony davis played through his ankle injury went off for 40 dude 40 points 13 boards lebron played through his ankle injury lebron did not look all that lebronish christmas day ish yesterday he uh had 16 points nine boards eight assists okay he almost had a triple double but we, we need LeBron to score at least thirty on Christmas Day for it to be for it to be a LeBron type game. The the crazy thing about the Lakers is this this lineup shake up. we got D'Angelo Russell coming off the bench. He's all but gone, right? Like they I dropped uh, him. You straight up cut him.
2: I, I- I straight up cut him. It's in a league where there's plenty of good people on, on the wire. It'll be a long time before he's back in form on another team or on this team. So I didn't want to wait for it.
1: Well, I mean, he played 18 minutes. He played, I think 19 minutes the game before that, the everything's down. The Lakers want to move him at the trade deadline. They want to let LeBron be the point guard of this team. Uh, All of that is bad news for D'Angelo Russell. I mean, I think you hang on to him if you can, but if there's a a hot free agent out there that you need to pick up, um, you know, he's a guy that's droppable right now. Oh, back to the Pistons real quick. Uh, uh, The kid from Jaden Ivey, the kid from Purdue, Jaden Ivey's been hot, like very hot the last couple games. I think he's a really strong DFS play tonight. Um, I'm rolling him. In my Fanduel lineup for sure, the price is right, he scored about between forty-three and fifty Fanduel points in his last two games, I think. Uh, but back to the Lakers, dude. This whole starting Torian Prince, Jared Vanderbilt, Vando, and Cam Reddish—like these are guys that couldn't stick with like pretty mediocre teams. Um, and <laughs> you got Hachimura is in there too now. It's
2: like uh I don't know. I was hoping Austin Reeves would step out
1: this year and uh it's kind of happened but not really. Yeah, it's been more of the same from Reeves. I was kind of hoping for a breakout season. It's been great game, good game, mediocre game. Great it just kind of bounces around those three from night to night. I was hoping he'd be a little a little more uh consistently big 11.6 boards three assists uh and a steal off the bench last night but you know the minute any of us bench austin reeves or leave do something dumb with him he's gonna go crazy so you just that's why that's why they play a whole week worth of games and not just one you just leave him out there uh and let him do his thing Uh, I, I don't know what to tell you about and Prince. I'm not running out there to pick him up anywhere. Have you considered it, Brian?
2: No, I'm not looking at any Lakers, to be honest. I dropped my one Laker. Who was that? Oh, (laughs) D'Angelo. That was was D'Angelo Russell. And I was really excited to get him in the preseason. I thought he was going to do big things. You know, there's going to be some injuries. You know, LeBron's. Uh, old he went down yesterday and he was grimacing in pain holding his knee and I thought well this is this is it this is a real injury and then he was back minutes later <laughs>
1: kind of it was like a crazy that... block. Oh was that when when you uh, got knocked out of Torian Prince's hand by somebody else and then LeBron blocked it. Yeah I was, Tatum was going up and kind of bobbling the ball and like uh, LeBron absolutely swatted it from behind as he does. Yeah, and then they reviewed it and called a foul on Torian Prince cuz he knocked it out of Tatum's hand to begin with and so the LeBron play didn't didn't even count as a block but uh Scott Foster when he when he looked into the camera to get ready to announce that decision he said oh y'all aren't going to like this. I thought that was pretty funny. Um <laughs> all five Nuggets so the Nuggets played the Warriors. The Nug- well Brian first of all Let's explain to people why you're here. People are probably like, who is this guy sitting next to Dr. A? He,
2: he, says, doesn't, even, he's
1: a, he doesn't even know how to pronounce the names of the players. I don't either. <laughs> I don't either. So that's okay. That's not a prerequisite. But like, who is this dude? Well, he's a drummer for the band Guster. But you are, in my eyes, Brian, a, a fantasy basketball legend. You've been doing this a very long time. You play in tons of leagues, even though... You're funny and you like to joke around. You do know what you're talking about. You do know what players are good. You do know how to win leagues. You've written columns for me before at my old jobs. We've been podcasting together on and off for years. And uh, it's great to have you on the show again. I always look forward to you being here.
2: Well, thanks, Steve. And most importantly, I'm in Missouri right now. And when my in-laws tried to put on the Kansas City Chiefs game, I said, no, 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 no. This is an important New York Knicks game, and we got to watch it. Well, did you watch that
1: Kansas City Chiefs game?
2: Um, I uh, I was forced to. This is like that, that BBC show where the kids and the nanny come in, and he's got to like um, – uh, I watched some of the Chiefs game. I read a lot of people online trying to like farm engagement by saying it's a curse of Taylor Swift. I don't believe that to be true. Uh I thought I thought Las Vegas looked really solid. Um that said, nobody wants to watch um the NBA out here um when there's a football game
1: on. Well, there should be, not be football games on Christmas Day. It's it's a basketball day. Uh for some people it's the official start of the NBA season. Now I would have rather watched football, I think, than the Sixers heat game with Rough. no Joel Embiid and no Jimmy Butler. But that would have deprived me from seeing the Jaime game, which we're going to get to in a second. Let's let let's jump back to that Nuggets uh, win over the Warriors. All five Nuggets, starters scored in double figures. Jamal Murray had 28. Jokic had 26 and 14 and 8. MPJ had 19 and 10 with four blocks and three triples and one sweet behind the back pass to Cantavius Caldwell Pope, I believe that was. Um, yeah,
2: so uh, MP- let's talk about MPJ for a second because he's, uh, I'm out here in Columbia, Missouri, and that guy is a Mizzou product. He's a local. Um, it seems like my in laws all wanted to point out that in the last two games of the finals, He was benched in favor of Bruce Brown. And also that, you know, he got a max deal when his uh, injuries aren't going to let him even play for enough seasons to make it worthwhile. It seems like there's some bad blood with MPJ out here in Missouri. (laughs) I'm I'm just saying, I don't want him on my fantasy team. I feel like there's a curse.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate
1: that's a lot of that's a lot of inside information from a family that <laughs> didn't want to watch NBA basketball yesterday like those people they know they're mpJ and and again we're getting off off track here because a lot of these people watching this podcast most of them are only here they're not here for to hear you and I banter and, and make each other laugh they want to hear fantasy nuggets they want they want info Brian but I'm just gonna say, is Missouri going crazy right now waiting for this Ohio State football game? Like, is, is the world exploding there?
2: Yeah, the world here is exploding as they wait for this Ohio State football game. Actually, I have no idea what you're talking about because I don't follow college football. But uh, yeah, probably.
1: Yeah, they're fired up. Trust me. Um. All right. Jokic hit 18 of 18 free throws. Steve Kerr called it a disgrace. He said no one in their right mind would want to watch the second half of that basketball game. The referees have been taught how to ruin the game and take defense completely out of it. Your take on that? I honestly, I honestly
2: felt the same way watching this game. I felt like there were a couple <laughs> of really cheesy calls. Jokic going to the the line uh sorry Jokic going to the line that much is boring and they're protecting him and i i can't as usual i agree with steve Kerr. <laughs> uh
1: the warriors got eight uh, 22 points from andrew wiggins who led the team in scoring uh we've Thank seen you. wiggins play well in two of the last three games horrible in the one he didn't play well in. but wiggins has been a disaster absolute disaster this year he's on waivers everywhere because everybody who drafted him thinking he was going to be good got tired of it and dropped him i mean is wiggins a guy we should be targeting right now
2: no um i'm in a league where brandon podziensky is available on waivers and um he shouldn't be he had five steals last night full line and he's been solid and uh Who should I drop for him? Like, so on my team, I've got, uh, as options, Jordan Poole, ironically. Um, I got Max Struess. I got Jabari Smith. And I got Daniel Gafford. Which of those guys would you drop to pick up Brandon Podzienski? Uh,
1: Podzienski is a baller, and I love him, and he should be rostered everywhere, uh, at least until Draymond's back and probably thereafter. Uh, out of that group, Jordan Poole, as, as tempting as it is, I don't think he's droppable just yet. Uh, right, what, what about Gafford and Jabari Smith? Those are big
2: guys who you normally wouldn't count on, but you know, Gafford put up six blocks and four steals the other day.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think Struess is the answer, dude. I mean, Struess is... Three-pointers is his middle name. Everybody's hurt in Cleveland right now, which is a good good time to have Struess. But eventually, those guys are going to come back. Uh, but I, I just think you need some poge in your life, man. I, I've i been telling my son to pick him up for a week. And um, I, I think – but Poczymski yesterday had 13 points, 9 rebounds, 6 assists, 5 steals, 3 triples, played 34 minutes. They play four times next week. I don't know how. I don't know how he can still be sitting out there. Um, yeah. They, they say Max Struess is just a poor man's
2: Podzienski anyway.
1: <laughs> uh, Jonathan Kuminga had 13 points and five boards. He's been kind of boring. I, I mean, you want Poge over Kuminga, you want Poge over Wiggins. Um. I
2: just feel like this team is sort of at a moment of an identity crisis, where there's a changing of the guard, but the the guard has been so established there that it's hard to do. And so you have uh, Draymond acting out. You have Clay Thompson who's not performing like he used to, and you have uh, Curry who he was seven for twenty one last night. You know he's not uh, he's maybe not what he used to be. Um, it's an awkward time to be uh, the Golden State Warriors. What do you think?
1: I mean, Curry was seven for twenty-one. Clay was three for twelve. Nine points on Christmas Day. Like this is supposed to be their coming out party and show the world that they're they're better than, than we think they are, and they're just kind of a mess right now. And you've got anytime you've got the Warriors, and and you and I can sit here and literally list six guys that you have to be thinking about picking up off the waiver wire. Something's wrong. Like their foundation is confusion right now. Trace Jackson Davis went to Indiana, got hot for a minute, played just 15 minutes. He had he was in foul trouble the whole game. But uh, the, the Warriors and Steve Kerr really like him. He's going to be playing. He needs to be given a look in fantasy. And then you've got Dario Saric, Who's also getting minutes and and doing things with Draymond gone? So they're a mess. I, I think they are. They're having an identity crisis right now. And and Clay didn't look right for the first twenty games, and then he sort of started looking right again. And now I don't know where we are. Yesterday was kind of a disaster for Golden State. Steve Kerr's going to figure it out. Legend. Uh, Speaking of legendary coaches, Eric Spoolstra uh, stayed perfect on Christmas Day. He's 9-0 on Christmas Day, Brian. They beat the Sixers. The Jimmy Butler-less Heat beat the Joel Embiid-less Sixers. Um, Sixers are 0-4 without Joel Embiid this season. And we got, thank goodness, the only good thing to come out of this game was we got the Jaime Jaquez game. Uh, <laughs> where were you for the Jaime Hawkins game? You were, I, I'm just shocked.
2: That, that, I'm shocked that that's how you pronounce his name. So Jamie Jaquez, um, uh, and, yeah, <laughs> he, was, he was on my team earlier and, uh, just even a couple weeks ago, I, I had to drop him cause he was inconsistent. Um, I do think he's a f- future star, um, I think, you know, uh, it helped for Butler to be out. But, uh, yeah, he's the real deal. And um, it was, yeah, the game you didn't want to watch because uh, Tyrese Maxey, even, who's a superstar now and has shown that he's more valuable on a team than James Harden, um, went four for 20.
1: Tough night for the Sixers. Yeah, he started out 0 for 9, didn't score in the first half. Um, Jamie, Jamie... Jaquez, uh, also known (laughs) as Jaime Jaquez, Um, this dude, now now granted, you're right. Jimmy Butler was out, um, and Caleb Martin got hurt very early in that game, which opened up a ton of alleys for Jaquez to have success. And, you know, when people were asking me about him a month ago, I was like, man, you know, the Heat are going to get healthy He's going to get squeezed out of the out of the thirty minutes a night he was getting, but I don't feel that way at all anymore. And I didn't feel that way for very long once I said that because he has really endeared himself to the fans. He's endeared himself to his teammates and Coach Eric Spoolstra. He's the leader of this team. I think like he's now the locker room leader as a rookie because I don't think Bam and Jimmy Butler. Get out there and rah-rah the, the troops. And I think he he's a guy that all these guys are sort of like, all right, let's just follow him because he knows he knows how to ball. And you know, unlike as bad as Maxi was, that's how good Hawkes was last night. 10 eleven to 15 shots, 31 points, 10 boards. Um, easy the game of his life. Caleb Martin could miss several games with this injury, which means Hawkes is, is going to keep rolling. Jimmy Butler is going to take one game off every week, which means Hawkes is, is going to keep on rolling. And it, I mean, he's a guy at this point you're sticking with him through the good and the bad, I think. All right. I like it. I mean, and also the heat are a team
2: I like to just kind of ignore, but I, they went to the finals last year. They came out of the East, you know, uh, they know what they're doing, and Bam was Bam was fantastic. Tyler Harrow put up twenty two points.
1: Yeah, Spoolster's a genius, and and he's also somehow able to get all of his guys minutes when it doesn't seem like he can get all of them minutes. Like he finds a way to make that happen. Um, one, two things that stuck out to me about that Sixers situation is kelly Oubre came out on fire he had 25 points six triples big stat line um so he was awesome if he's available in your league he's got to be picked up the thing that made me really mad about this game is we were promised sort of um that robert covington was good to go and was going to play nick batum was was already ruled out with a hamstring problem So I loaded up Covington in FanDuel. He's in my 30-team lineup, and he never got off the bench. So Nick Nurse and I have a long history together with Chris uh, Boucher, and who I've sometimes called Chris Bosh. And and Nick Nurse, I'm officially done with him. Uh, It's over. over. Well, Well, I mean, talk about people
2: getting burned. Paul Reed was a popular pickup, right? He put up nothing.
1: He comes out and racks up four fouls in about 11 seconds. As fast (laughs) as Reggie Miller scored all those points that year against the Knicks uh, at the end of the game to win it. That's how fast uh, Paul Reed racked up four fouls last night. And is it just me or every single time Joel Embiid is out, everybody races out and rolls Paul Reed out there? They pick him up for their fantasy lineup, they put him in DFS, they bet money on him, and he never, ever, ever comes through. I'm done with Paul Reed. And as a result of Paul Reed completely uh, having a meltdown and doing nothing, Mo Bamba? I'm, I'm Mo Bamba? Scores 18, or uh, no, he had what, uh, I, I wrote his stats down wrong. Brian, I'm surprised you didn't correct me on that. He had a season high 18 rebounds, and then he did six of something else and three three pointers. I I wrote those numbers down wrong, uh, which hopefully they caught that before they published my article. But Mo just went off. No, he had a season high 18 points. Those numbers are right. I got confused. You gotta believe in yourself. Yeah, it was the dude from uh, it was. Me Mitu that had the 19 or 20 rebounds or whatever. Yes, Mo Bama's numbers are right. He had 18 points, six boards, three triples. That's a fluke. Don't buy into that. Uh, That's all because Paul Reed sucked and Joel Embiid did not play. So whatever. I'm over the Sixers. I don't – I'm not really going to be rooting for them. I don't also enjoy the fact that every time – Uh, Joel Embiid has a a big opportunity to come out and make a statement, do something. uh, He disappears and tends not to play, Brian.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's Christmas Day and most people were watching football. (laughs) Uh,
1: Underdog Fantasy is the number one platform for NBA Best Ball and DFS Player Pick'em Contest. If you haven't tried Underdog yet, new Underdog users receive a first time deposit bonus up to $100 and a free six month subscription to RotoWire with promo code RWNBA. That's promo code RWNBA. Visit UnderdogFantasy.com or download the Underdog app today and use promo code RWNBA to claim your free RotoWire subscription and deposit bonus. Brian, talk about bad beats, dude. I had. I had an underdog lineup last night that had Luca in it. It had, it had some basketball, it had some football. And the only thing left that I needed to hit to win all the money in the world, my $1 was going to turn into like $20. Uh, I needed 255.5 passing yards out of San Francisco quarterback Brock Purdy. He threw to Devo Samuel. Samuel broke a tackle, ran all the way down, puts him at 255. Five minutes left in the game. San Francisco has the ball. What could go wrong? Purdy's like, oh, my shoulder, My, I, I got a stinger. Doesn't feel right. Walks off the field, never comes back. Lost it by a
2: half yard. It's almost like the franchise in San Francisco was conspiring to not get you a $19 win.
1: I mean, seriously, that's exactly what it felt like. I, I It was a personal attack. Uh, all my rooting against the Niners these years, they they got me back, Brian. They didn't like it. All right. I can't talk about that anymore. Uh, we got
2: to talk about Luca. We got
1: to talk about these Dallas Mavericks. My Mavericks, 128, these Suns with Kevin Durant moping around out there looking miserable. 114, I don't hear anyone uh, complaining about the fact Luca hit 12 of 12 free throws last night. He got to (laughs) line 12 times. He put up a monster line. And,
2: you know, I own him in the league that we're in together, which is funny because you usually like to draft Luka Doncic, but not not this year. Um, Kevin Durant, as you mentioned, he doesn't look right. He just seems like um, he's an expired version of himself out there. I know he's putting up numbers and like some people are uh, have him in like their top 10s of the year, but what I saw last night it didn't look very effective.
1: Well, I I just don't think he's he's happy. He, he like Brad Beal only playing in six games is not is not cool. And Outside of Devin Booker and KD, what what do they really have? Nurkic didn't play. Um, they don't have DeAndre Ayton anymore. Nurkic is serviceable. He's not great. Uh, Eric Gordon is, you know, an old guy, kind of like us. What,
2: one, might, one might say that they traded some of their better assets to the Brooklyn Nets. I mean Mikhail do they miss Mikhail Bridges? Uh yeah. So much. And they miss Ayton and they miss was a Cam Johnson was on that team, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, they don't seem like they have the depth. Um uh, and meanwhile the Mavericks, who I was guilty of saying, Who is on this team besides Luca? They're you know, they're making this huge mistake. They're finding ways to win. You know, Derek Lively came back, put up 20 and 10. Um, They just seem inspired.
1: Uh, I don't know. I was wrong. Well, so was I. I mean, I was like, take the under in Dallas wins because you can't win with one guy on your team in the NBA. And uh, Luca was saying last night after the game, next man up. Well, Luca's line, first of all, was stupid. 50 points, 15 assists. Eight triples, 12 to 12 free throws, what, six boards? Like, just, just Dude, he, had, he had like three steals and three blocks or something. What was it? He had a bunch of blocks and a bu- he had four steals and three blocks, I believe. Uh, just a ridiculous line. Um, my, my friend, our friend Keelan likes to make fun of Luca's new headband. I, I don't know why he doesn't like it. I, it doesn't really bother me if it keeps the hair out of his eyes and lets him do this every night. Who cares? Uh, let, let's look at your team real quick, Brian. Um, your rock and roll team, which is in second place behind Stephen Malkmus's team, even though Malkmus didn't even bother to show up for the draft. Uh, and, and you keep saying, you keep, you keep uh, pretending like I had a chance to draft Luca and passed him up, but I didn't. Wasn't picking until like tenth or eleventh. So I got oh. Damian. Damian Lillard was my first shot at anything. Uh, But even if I would have been picking fourth, you would probably would have been picking third, and you would have taken Luca right in front of me anyway. I didn't even want Luca. I just didn't want him to fall to wherever you were. Well, thank you for that. Uh, But let's look at this team real quick. You got Kobe White. He's having a breakout year for the Bulls. Now, Camilla, I got him off waivers, by the way. Yeah, Cam and I were talking about Kobe White last Tuesday or Thursday. Are you thinking about? getting rid of him while he's hot or do you think he's locked in for the whole year with Lonzo ball nowhere to be found? Oh yeah. I think he's, I think he's locked in. This
2: is a real breakout. Um, I also um, on this team was a, uh, just got a, an offer. Someone offered me Lowry Marcanin for my Jonas Valanciunas. And if you look at, you know, which big Viking European you want, I think it's Jonas. He's been amazing. And, you know, it comes down to just, like, my personal distaste for Lowry based on, like, his performance as a bull when I had him on my fantasy team many years ago, and I hold grudges against certain guys. But I'm not doing that trade.
1: I'm holding on to Jonas. Well, Brian, not ironically, I got an offer involving Laurie Markin in the same league from the same person yesterday who, who wanted to do me a huge favor and send me Laurie Markkinen for who did she want for him so anyway it's funny because Amy is listening to all this like I've been preaching Camel and I have been preaching like Sell so high on Laurie Markin and before Utah shuts him down. It's the shutdown is coming. Like he's gonna be injured all year anyway. And then Utah's not gonna make the playoffs. They're they're not going to play him. So I've been shouting that, and I talked to my son, Soren, yesterday, and I was like, dude, you've got to move Laurie Markenden before it's too late. He's playing right now, he's scoring. Like everything's good right now. You need to move him. And like five minutes later, he comes up he's like, Hey, I traded uh Markinen and Simons to get Jaron Jackson Jr. I'm like, Yes, I love it. Uh now he gave he gave up a lot. Amphrey Simons and Laurie Markinen is a lot for JJJ, but I still like I still applaud the kid for me going too. out there, putting a deal together that quickly and getting it done. Uh, who did who did Amy offer me? Marking him for. I have to figure that out. Uh, just real quickly to, to go over the rest of your team. You've got James Harden, Mikhail Bridges, Kelvin Johnson, Chet Holmgren, who you got probably in the third round, uh, Valentinus, You got Jalen Duran coming back tonight. That's big. You got Julius Randle, and you have uh, Hartenstein and Jared Allen, and then the guy sitting on your bench tonight because he's not playing is Luka Doncic. I mean, that it's is stacked. a. Yeah,
2: I'm stacked, and yet I'm losing to Stephen Malkmus, who auto drafted. But
1: yeah, my team is stacked this year. It's super stacked. I love it. Oh, uh, it was it was Lori Markkinen for Jalen Brunson. I said no. Oh, yeah, that's a no. But if you're listening to this or watching this, and Amy, if you're watching or listening to this, I I apologize uh for for calling you out but I, I, we sort of i mean it came up organically i mean I, <laughs> you, you gotta try to move the guy I'm, I'm with you there keep trying uh i need wimby to play tonight by the way um okay uh back to christmas day this is the last the end of it Um. Uh, luca Becomes the fourth guy to ever score 50 points on Christmas Day. He's the seventh fastest NBA player to ever reach 10,000 career points. The fastest since Michael Jordan did it. Him and Grayson Allen both hit eight three-pointers yesterday. Uh, to I believe that tied the Christmas Day three-pointer record. Uh, my guy on my 30-deep team, Derek Jones Jr., having a career year, had 23 points, three boards, a steal, three triples. Derek Lively back from an ankle injury that kept him out for four games, double, double with 20 and 10 hit eight of nine shots. And Tim Hardaway at 18.7 boards, three, three pointers. If, if Derek Lively was dumped when he was injured, it's time to go pick him up again. It's so fun watching him and Luca run, uh, pick and rolls. I, I love Derek Lively playing with Luca.
2: The- this team is just flat out better without Dorian Finney-Smith playing 39 minutes a night.
1: <laughs> it really is. And and you know what I liked about yesterday's game, when I saw on TV, was when Luca went over to the sidelines, Kyrie was the first one there, like, pushing him and like, yeah, boy, you on fire. Like, dapping him up and talking smack. And I feel like Kyrie is... If he was not really hurt, he would be fully invested in his team and out there playing every day. Um, I, I just think he's really hurt. That Dwight Powell falling on both of his feet when they're sticking straight up in the air was not was not good. I mean, that would put any of us out of commission for a long time. So did I, did you see the
2: highlight where Dwight Powell jumped up and hit his head on the, the beam as he was walking out onto the court? It's worth mm-hmm. watching. It's it looked really painful.
1: I will check that out. Uh, me too, for the Suns with Yurkic out somehow had 23 points in a career-high 19 rebounds. He looked amazing. I watched
2: him for a while. He looked great. Um, Nurkic isn't out for very long,
1: but he's a great streamer. I mean, he was a great streamer last night. nurkins is a personal reasons guy right now, so we don't really know when he's when he's gonna be back. It probably won't be too long. Booker had 20, Durant had 16. Grayson Allen was awesome. Uh Allen had a career high, 32 points, four boards, four assists, a steal and eight triples. Uh I've been riding the Grayson Allen train throughout this whole Brad Beal mess. I will continue to do so. Um, they they need him. Uh I- I told my brother-in-law,
2: who's uh, who's got Brad Beal just sitting out there because he's already using his IR spot. I was like, I think Beal's a drop. I know, I know you think that's sort of reckless thing to say on a fantasy podcast, but I can't see him putting up huge numbers this year. I just don't see it.
1: I don't like it either. I mean, I think he's going to be the third option, standing open in the corner. Like Austin Reeves, when when LeBron James and Anthony Davis don't have the ball, um, and his ankle and his back problems probably aren't going to go away. I mean, Brad Beal's lower leg is always hurt; it has been for like six years. Um, Grayson Allen's not going away. Eric Gordon's probably not going away. I I, I mean, I don't. I'm not going to sit here and tell people to straight up just cut Bradley Beal, but I don't hate you for telling your brother in law that. Like, I. Sometimes you got to do what you got to do. I mean, people people didn't think that dropping Ben Simmons two months ago was was probably a great idea. But where in the hell is Ben Simmons?
2: Yeah, and it doesn't matter what I tell my brother-in-law to do. His response is always, did you know Michael Porter Jr. used to steal packs of gum from the Walgreens downtown? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, I love that so much. That is the best, dude. That is that is outstanding. The Bad uh, blood. Bad blood. Bad blood. Uh, Dante Exum, by the way, very quiet yesterday, but he's been awesome filling in for um, Kyrie as well. We still don't know when Kyrie's coming back, although they did show Brad Beal in a hoodie shooting jumpers yesterday, Brian. Did you see that? I
2: got him on an an IR spot in my one league, but uh, I I don't know. If you can't
1: IR him up, I'm with you, man. I don't know that you want him on your – cluttering up your roster. A bunch of DNPs. Six games Brad Beals played in this year. Six. Hey, let's blow through this lineup real quick and then answer some viewer questions, okay? All right. Uh, I want to look at tonight's schedule – so Brooklyn is at Detroit. Brooklyn has to win, or they let Detroit snap a twenty-six game losing streak on their watch. That would not be a good look. Orlando at Washington, I don't care. Atlanta at Chicago. Uh, I think I'm rolling some. Uh, who's the who's the point guard? Uh, uh, why is his name still slipping me? This is what happens when you get old. Uh, I think I think Kobe White against Atlanta is a very good play. I know Trey Young is kind of iffy. Um, Alex Caruso is the guy. He's cheap. I think I'm going to play him tonight. Atlanta's a sieve, just like Indiana. Uh, the Bulls should score a million points, and, and the the Hawks will score a million and one. Um, same thing with Indiana at Houston. Um, Indiana doesn't play defense. Alfred Shingoon should go crazy. Who knows what Benedict Matherin will do, dude. It's either six points or 30. There's no in-between. Yeah, I had to let go of
2: him. He's inconsistent. Thought thought I even drafted him. I thought he was going to have a big year. I would take Obi Toppin over Matherin if you want to pace her that you can be expendable on your roster.
1: Uh, Tari easton has been hurt. He was fun before he got hurt. Hopefully, he's back and ready to roll tonight. Uh, in New Orleans, we got Ja Morant going for four wins in a row versus Zion Williamson. I think that is going to be fun. Ja's price tag in DFS is through the roof now. I I, I feel like he's a must-have guy, but he's ten thousand on Fanduel, and that's just that's a lot of money, man.
2: I mean, yeah, he's he's probably going to put up solid numbers. And man, his first game back, I watched the whole game, and he was. He was impressive. It
1: was awesome. He's been impressive in all three of them. And, and he, he's, he's been turned loose and set free, and he's fully healthy. He's, at, he's been doing nothing for like a year except waiting to play basketball. Like, he's just, he's just ready to be unleashed. Game of the night, Brian. Who would have thunk it back in October? Minnesota at Oklahoma City. You got number one versus number three in the West. I love this. I love, but
2: Minnesota, Oklahoma City is not something that the like TV networks think ahead of the season. Oh, we gotta make show everyone this, but it's the game I want to see. I don't want to see Golden State against the
1: Lakers. No, no, your your choices this evening on NBA TV are the Pacers at Houston, which I get it. Tyrese Halliburton is fun. That should be. Yeah. I like watching the Pacers. I love this Pacers team. Uh, And then you get Charlotte Hornets at the Clippers at 1030 on NBA TV. Uh, Brian, what are you going to be doing instead of watching that game? You'll probably be reading. I mean,
2: I'm stuck here. I'm stuck here in Missouri. I mean, I'm going to watch Rudolph again. Um, but, uh, yeah, Minnesota, <laughs> M- Minnesota is so fun. And then Oklahoma city is obviously like on the up and up and young and exciting. Like that's the game you want to watch. Um, you have to live in one of those cities to get the game on TV Not or you sure. have to have like the special package. Do you have the special package? The
1: league you should have come to DeLonga, Georgia for, Christmas. And then yeah, you, we, can watch, we can watch this We could watch the Thunder and Minnesota game tonight. Uh what you should do tonight is read about the Missouri Ohio State matchup in the Bowl game. All right. All right. Uh you got Wemby against Laurie Markinen in the Jazz. Uh we don't know if Keontae George is gonna play. If he doesn't, Chris Dunn is a very strong DFS play tonight. Um I need Wimby. I need Wemby to play. I literally have him on every fantasy team I have.
2: You have to expect a bunch of nights off when you draft a guy like Gumby. Like it's like
1: Hey, you have Chet Homerin, bro. Same thing.
2: I have Wemby in one of my three uh teams, but like
1: this is part of the deal. The problem is the Spurs had that two game week and he only played in one of those. Why everybody else was playing four, and I've never recovered since. Uh, you got the Kings at Portland. Uh, the Kings should roll them. And then you got Charlotte at the Clippers on NBA TV at 1030. Make sure you tune in for that one. Uh, although the Clippers, hottest team in the baby. Uh, it looks like it's working. It's all working
2: out. I really, I love Kawhi Leonard. And he has played more than expected so far this year. So uh, I hope they do well.
1: All right. Brian, we're going to go quick hits on these questions. Are you ready? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, Mr. C wants to know, who do you prefer rest of the season, Derek Lively or Isaiah Hartenstein?
2: Oh, God, it hurts me to say it, but uh, Lively's Lively's got minutes guaranteed, so I I might – I might choose that over I heart. Who's gonna go back to the bench when Mitch Rob is back? What do you think?
1: I'm gonna say short term, I want Hart Hartenstein. Long term, I want Lively. I, I, I I'm gonna find a way to have both of them on my roster if they're both available in my league. But if you're in like a ten man or eight man, that's that's hard to do. Uh, Brian, this guy is helping you out, Tristan Tristan Isolt. Uh, Telling you how to pronounce Jaime Hawkins. I'm sure when I called him Jamie ja- Jaquez, people are just like, what an what an idiot. Yeah, I, I was the one who called them that first. And um
2: I play the Bongos, so you're cool. <laughs> um
1: Rafa Barbosa. Uh Lamello ball and Drew Holiday trade for Anthony Davis.
2: Uh, I don't know what it may, it depends what you think LaMelo's
1: situation is. What do you think? Well, I tell you what I like about it from a Davis perspective is Davis is playing through injuries and looks like he has a different mindset as far as playing with injuries this year than in the past. So I don't. Know that he's going to go to the locker room every game like he has in the past. Uh, I also don't know um, where Brian just went, but he's back. And then LaMelo and Holiday. Man, that's. I don't know that I can give up LaMelo and Holiday for Davis, but if you're going to trade for Anthony Davis, that's the kind of deal it's going to take. So.
2: And now is the moment you want to sell high on Anthony Davis. If you, uh, if you
1: own him and you're looking to get rid of him. Um, So, yeah, I, I, I think it's a fair trade. I think it's going to have to be something like that to get Davis. Um, Aditha is back uh, as he is every week. Uh, Hi, Doc and Brian, Mary Chris, both of you is Tari Easton still a hold. And that that's, that is a great question. I mean, when was the last time we saw Tari Eason play Brian? Do you, do you remember? I don't.
2: Uh, I mean, he's asked he's asking about uh head to head 12 team, 15 categories. Uh, you, you know, you're in like a 30 team league where someone like that is a hold um, 15 cat. How do you, how are there even 15 categories or, are they Double doing
1: doubles. like yeah? They're doing defensive rebounds, offensive rebounds, free throws made, free throw percentage. Um. So last time we played was December twenty third, which was Saturday. Eight points, four boards. Bah. Doesn't seem like a hold to me. Well, the 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 problem was he was balling, and then he got hurt. And he's, he had 14 points, eight boards, four steals, and a block last Monday. I'm still trying to hang in there with him, but, again, if if he's the worst player you have, you're in a 12-team league, somebody you really want to pick up is sitting out there, you, you got to make a decision and go with it. So, I mean, I could see dropping Tari Eason to pick up a hot free agent. What about Karis Levert? Uh, um, what about Karis Levert? Would
2: you drop Eason for Levert?
1: No. Depends on who who's
2: on the wire in that league. You know, you're not going to find a Podzienski out there in that league.
1: I would drop Eason for Podzienski in a heartbeat. Oh, Brian, to answer your question, it's, uh, it's your typical nine cap. Plus, field goals made, free throws made. Three-pointers, percentage, double-doubles, triple-doubles. Flagrant fouls. <laughs> and flagrant fouls. Dude, it's always been my dream to be in a league that that rewarded or punished you for flagrant fouls. You, this man is living your dream. Really? Well, the actual dream is for you and I to do our per-minutes league that we keep threatening every Menace, year. Minutes league would be amazing. I heart would be amazing. Well, we need to get together sometime and like write down. Like we need to, we need to have a meeting to figure out how we're going to do that. Um, all right, we got one more question, one more comment, and then we're gonna then we're gonna roll out of here and go enjoy the rest of the, the holiday. Uh Tristan also says, I accepted an offer of Kawhi Leonard for my Devin Booker last week, about five minutes before he was given a GTD and missed the next two games. I didn't need him last week, Wayne. 7-1. Good trade or not uh gave away booker got Kawhi leonard brian does not like it
2: yeah i mean you gotta think that Kawhi is gonna be sitting on the bench too many games down the stretch and booker doesn't have that quality so i i would probably be inclined to hold booker but straight up uh numbers wise Kawhi might be the better fantasy
1: asset Uh, I like Booker better than Kawhi. I will just say that. I'd rather have Booker. Uh, Brian, I I lied. We're doing another one. Uh, WW wants to know, should I drop Jordan Clarkson and Devin Vassell for Derek Lively and Jalen Duran? Absolutely. Go big. I am not going to sit here and tell you to drop Devin Vassell for anyone. Uh, I would hang on to Vassal. I would drop Clarkson, and I would pick up Jalen Duran. How about that?
2: Those are a couple nice centers right there, but, yeah, Vassal's for real.
1: And Tristan is coming back at us with, Kawhi's <laughs> only missed two games. Booker's missed 10 or more, which he's got a point, point. and I feel like Kawhi is, is right there with A.D., in that mindset of I'm going to play as many games as I can play in this year and the Clippers are special. We're going to do something. So, I, I, again, I don't hate to trade. I just like Devin Booker better. Um, I, I trust him more than I trust Kawhi. But, I mean, it, I don't, I'm don't. i not going to sit here and say that was a bad trade. That, that's a fair trade. Anyway, you slice it.
2: I feel like Tristan is our special third guest on the podcast this week.
1: Well, he is. He's always here. Uh, Tristan's always here. Aditha's always here. A lot of these guys are are here every week. Very loyal supporters. I appreciate all of that. Uh, Click the like and subscribe button. Uh, If you want a free RotoWire trial, go to rotowire.com slash try. You get a free trial if you do that. Brian, next time I have you on and you are going to... There will be a next time because you're literally my favorite... uh, one of my favorite people in the world. Uh We may just sit here and just answer questions the entire time. We may not even we may not even have an agenda. Well, we don't. We never have an agenda anyway. I mean, clearly, I just wing this. But uh, we we could
2: just do a, a a thing where people write a player's name and I try to pronounce it. I would go for a thirty minute solid without ever getting old.
1: It'd be like the uh like Charles Barkley, who he played for, except it'd be. Thunder God, how he say this. (laughs) Oh, that was, that was, that. I'm kind of proud of that. Uh, All right, Brian, go back to your brother-in-law. Tell him that he was a hot topic on today's show. (laughs) Find out about this Missouri, this Missouri football team. In fact, are they even playing Ohio State? I'm pretty sure they are. Missouri was really good this season in football and Missouri fans were talking so much smack about them all season long and they got a chance to really make a statement and take out Ohio state. So I would like for you to report back to me via text message later, what your family's feeling is about this football game. I'm on it. All right, everybody have a great day and Cam and I'll be back here on Thursday at 11 o'clock to do this again. Peace.